and welcome back to the mailroom where we interview aspiring entertainment industry professionals. I'm Steven. And I'm Tyler. And today we have on Matub Zare. She is the assistant to Natasha Rothwell. Otherwise known as Belinda from White Lotus. Yeah, you watched White Lotus. I did. What else has she done? Let's see. Going through her titles. She was a writer and producer on Insecure. She got her start writing for SNL, right? Yeah, she had, had her start writing for SNL, which is huge. She does Love, Simon. Yes, she's in the Love, Simon, Love, Victor franchise, the, the Sonic franchise. Yep. She's going to be in the new Wonka movie with... Timothy Chalamet. Timothy. Timothy. Um, So basically, she's an all-around producer, writer, actress, you name it, she's doing it. She's making you laugh. But it's cool, though. She's overseas right now filming that new Wonka movie. Mm-hmm. But her assistant... Right. We're not even interviewing Natasha Rothwell. All we've been doing is talking about <laughs> Natasha Rothwell. Her assistant. She's on the podcast today. <laughs> yes, she is. And, I mean, just like all the guests we bring onto the mailroom, she's got great industry stories. She's got great personal stories. She's also just another go-getter that makes me feel like I gotta be doing more. <laughs> yeah, she's killing it. She's a writer. She's an assistant. She worked at WME for a few years. She's plugged around town. Yeah. Seems like she knows a lot of people. <laughs> she does. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's do it. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Um, I think it's a funny story of how we met. You remember? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to calm down. Yes, I do. I interviewed you for... That's how we met. Yes, that that's is how we met. met. Yeah. Um, if you, your memories yeah. are correct. Yeah. And I will dive into this story. I interviewed oh, is there a story? to work for my boss, mm-hmm. Natasha Rothwell. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's Natasha? Let's Natasha. talk about Natasha! <laughs> that's all we had to talk about there. Um, <laughs> my boss she worked on white lotus insecure she Mm -hmm. worked for snl a year um shooting willy wonka right now in london yeah she's funny yeah she's really funny and so she has a first look deal with abc signature studios is that right yeah to make content to make content tv Uh, and she's filming willy wonka yeah. Is that allowed? Are we allowed to say that? I think so. I think it's yeah, public. That's public information. Yeah, that's um, online. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, like, where, like, is it deadline? I think it is. Deadline? Deadline? Yeah, it's been, like, through the us. trades. That's um, good. It's on our IMDb. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, thank okay. you for so updating us. So we're good. We're good. Um, it's on our IMDb. Yes. So, uh, do you, so do you ever talk to Timmy? Timmy oh. Champagne? No. Uh, um, look off into the distance. Kinda. I know. A little Yearning Tim, for Tim. Tim. Still yearning for Timmy. Um, <laughs> It's like a crazy cast too. It's like Olivia Coleman. She's and, big. Yeah. Who else? Um, Key and Michael Key. He's oh my god, big. Mr. Bean is in it. No, Wait. really. <laughs> okay, this isn't relevant to anything, but can I tell you a small story? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's kind of sad. Fuck. You're allowed to tell. Us can this. I say bad words on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's great. allowed. Um, I'm gonna get into the groove soon. Okay, so long story short, um. I don't know how to say it and not make it sad. I grew up, I, I don't know my father. It's very sad. Venmo me. Um, uh, but <laughs> send me funds. Um, but I don't know my dad. And growing up, uh, we like, it was just me, my mom, and my twin brother. And we would ask her from time to time, like, hey, where's our dad? 
And then one day, this is terrible. You guys can edit this out. Sorry. Um, we were watching Mr. Bean because we like were obsessed with Mr. Bean for some reason. And my mom was like, he's right there. But like he's in Europe and he doesn't talk. So like he, that's why he doesn't call and visit and things like that. And my oh. brother and I were like, oh, my God, Mr. Bean is our dad. <laughs> and like thought that for years. No um, way. Yeah. Like I remember fighting someone about it and then being like sent to the principal's office. And they were like. They called my mom and they were like, you need to, she's lying to everyone. Like, and my mom sat me down and she was like, Mr. Bean's not your dad. And I was like, mom, but you said. Um, so she expected you to catch on to her. No, I like that by 10, we would figure it out. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was a, we were very hopeful. But anyways, he's in this movie and um, I told Natasha, I was like, tell dad I sing hi. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's, is that okay to say on here? Yes. What? Shout out to Mr. Bean. Yeah. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Mr. Mr. Bean. Bean. He's so fun. Apparently, he's like really shy and sweet. Oh. Like, and just like. Pretty he's on like, brand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mr. Bean. All right. He does good work. That's good for Mr. Bean. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were to be with Natasha right now in London, what would you be doing? I guess like running around set with her. Mm -hmm. um, What's your job title now? Yes. Um, I'm her executive assistant right now. I'm technically the only person that like works at her company and she's got a personal assistant. So we're just like going through her slate together, um, which is pretty big. She's got like 12 things on her slate right now, which is really cool. Just mm -hmm. a bunch of projects and like different and, and these are all things that in development, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. So, and how long has she been in London? Since October. Oh, so what have you been doing since October? Working really hard, Natasha. Um, <laughs> no. uh, She's listening. Yeah. Um, I've been reading. I've been writing a ton of my own stuff. I mean, I've like been keeping up like the day to day of the company. And are there things that you are doing? to assist her while she's in London as well? Like, oh, like, let's make sure you get this hotel in Paris, or is that all personal assistant? Things? A lot of personal stuff, um, a lot of manager stuff, which is really nice. Right, she uh, Yeah, I mean, a lot of the negotiations, she's got a really great team at CAA. They're, like, honestly, I think it's like a seven-agent team. You know, she's got legal, she's got everything she needs that did those early negotiations, they got her there. Wait, so before you got this job with Natasha, yes. did you know who she was? That's where you a fan of her? Damn. Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I, like, have watched Insecure. Enough to know, like, oh, yes, Natasha like Rothwell. her name. We, yeah, we know like, Issa Rae. We know Natasha Rothwell. Is it like that? that? Yes. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, uh, Steven's for good sure. that. I mean, I think I knew. <laughs> I think I knew. I had a friend at Issa's company. Um, oh, cool. And so... Like, I definitely knew all the things she was doing. But, no, I, like, I saw Natasha. I thought she was really talented. But really, like, I mean, maybe saw the deadline article of her, like, new deal. Um, but really didn't know what she was doing. And so I had a friend at Isis company reach out. And was like, hey. And they were on set for Insecure all the time. She was like, Natasha's looking for um, an assistant. And at the time, it was just like a, it was a new personal assistant because she had an executive assistant. Um, my friend said, she's really funny. I think your personalities would like mesh really well. You should meet her. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, and then like, I think and then got the overall and then was like, wait, followed up like three weeks later. I was like, hey, she wants an executive assistant. Like, you should you should really just meet her. Um, and so I did. And like, we had the best time on our on our Zoom. 
That's fun. Yeah, our dogs met. And so this was before Natasha had the deal, or did she have the? Was she in talks with the yeah, deal? Yeah, I think it was in the works. So um, she didn't have an assistant yet. She had an executive assistant doing okay. both, and that assistant was a writer, and had been with her for two or three years, mm. and was like not going to move forward with the new production deal and just like was going to go off and like freelance right um and so i think it was like a good transition period for her to leave when natasha got it great and then you hopped right on hopped right on yeah i knew of the deal i think it like i think it closed like literally as i was interviewing because i did a few interviews with the assistant what were the other kind of jobs you were looking at? Like, what was your, where were you at at this point in time? Like, okay, like I worked for WME for a few years and now I am trying to get jobs elsewhere. Yeah, I wasn't like, I don't think when I was at WME I was necessarily looking for anything. Um, I think I was scared to leave, honestly. <laughs> uh, and I had spent so much time there. I was just like, I'm gonna die here. This is, I'm gonna become an agent, whatever that means. Because um, I would go and like, test the water so like I did a few interviews a few months prior then I pulled out and then like at companies where WB had clients and like people were like you can't just like do that and I was like but I didn't even finish it like I didn't get the offer I just mm-hmm. like I met with someone and I knew it wasn't a good fit and I remember having like a really scary experience at a company I won't say but I was like oh okay like I feel threatened <laughs> I cannot um, do this anymore so I kept getting kind of scared and then Natasha just kind of like fell in in my lap. I at WME we'd get a lot of blasts. Our friends would send me things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would just glance at them and like unless something struck me like hey I I can relate to that person or like this not even really that yes that or like it would be so sick to work for like Damien Chazelle or something like that. Sure. But like for sure I'd throw my my resume in. But like I wasn't actively like. I need a new job. Everything sucks. WME is great. Um, or like everything's <laughs> on fire. Or like I wasn't like in a rush to leave. Um, Cause I had also like applied to film school and didn't get in to got waitlisted. While you were at WME, you applied yeah, to film school. I applied cause I was, I remember telling Elise, uh, my boss, um, <laughs> that I wanted to like maybe go to another department. And she was like, she said no. And I was like, I don't know, I'm having like a, you know, a crisis that everyone had when the, the pandemic started. And I was like, I don't know if I want to be an agent. She was like, you will be. And then I was like, all right, going to film school. Um, and I applied to like... And she, sub- she said that was a good idea. I didn't tell her at all. Oh, um, no. I applied to three, <laughs> got waitlisted at one, and I was like, cool, I'm stuck. Um, but yeah, so I saw the Nanach... Uh, Nanachikan. Thank you. Uh is this terrible? Sorry. Um, uh, job op applied because I was like, oh, she's Persian. That's great. Um, met the assistant. Didn't didn't move forward. Didn't get to meet her, which was a bummer. Um, and then Natasha came up and I was like, oh, I actually want this. Okay. That was. So we talk about luck a yes. lot on this podcast, right? Cool. And, you know, we have this shared, Steve and I have this shared, you know, um, what, sentiment in terms of luck where it's, Yes, I, for a lot of people, success comes from luck and a bunch of other factors. But with luck specifically, we think that you need to be 
There's a, there's a, what am I trying to say here? There's like I, don't, an, I don't believe in luck. Is that what you're trying to you're, say? No, we're just saying that like, luck comes if you're putting yourself in a place to be, to get lucky, mm-hmm. right? So for you at this point, does that make sense? <laughs> does that make sense? No, you looked confused. I was I'm, like. I'm trying to catch I was up. Try, I was trying to like concisely say it, but it just didn't work out. I, I'll know, I know what I believe. I believe that, I don't believe in luck. I just believe that you got to. If you put yourself in the right place enough, or like that's yourself, where luck comes from. That's where luck saying. comes from. Like right. it's not like, it's like right a theory of time. Like this Natasha thing fell into your lap, but more like my bad. You, Correction. What, what they, I fell into her lap. Oh, you fell. Into- I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> it's like you were putting yourself out there so much that like this is just the one thing that happened to work out, but. Right. Sure. Isn't that what you were trying to say? That is what I was trying to say. Yeah. And there was going to be a follow-up question. I'm sorry the execution wasn't there. <laughs> no, but like, not. So you've put yourself in you know, a position where you're networking with a ton of people at WME and you're making friends and they're all working at great places and you knew people at this company and all that. Bam, bam, bam. So why did you get this job with Natasha? Mm. Yeah. Um, what made you... In your eyes. Like, candid, truly. So special. No, I showed her my dog I rescued from China. And I think she's really impressed um, that I'm such a good person. Uh, and also, my friend who worked at Issa's company, like, everyone loves her. Uh, and she just kept, like, telling Natasha every day on set, like, you're going to love my job. Like, this is going to be so great. And then it really was just, like, so wonderful. Um, oh, so nice. So the network got you in the door. For sure. And then the companionship and kind of likable personalities. Yeah. Secured the job. A hundred percent. Like, I think, like, yeah. yeah, you're right. It's not luck. It's, like, it really is just, like, how you treat people and then, like, how many times you make yourself, like, present. Yeah, I mean, which... it really seems like you were putting yourself out there and yeah. just to the industry. Yeah. A ton. Oh. Like, just for some, you have a friend on Natasha Rothwell's set to, like, yeah. whisper in her ear every Yeah, well, that's day. the magic of WME, is, yeah. like, your friends go to all of these crazy, amazing places. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Ah, nice. Well, good for you. And you're loving what you're doing right now. Yeah, it's, it's like, night and day from WME. Um, but I think, like, big picture, I, I just feel so lucky to be a part of something that, like, I know is going to be so great. Mm-hmm. You're really putting, like, you really believe in her success. Yeah. And it, that, I, I was trying to decide if I should go work for her because um, I was in the middle of another interview. Man, I guess I forgot I was interviewing. I think you were right. I was interviewing a lot. Um, <laughs> I was in the middle of another interview that felt like I, I could start as a coordinator. And I was like, that would be cool because, you know, assistant Bill is getting tiring. Um, and one of my, like, very close friends um, who is a director writer was like, so obsessed with Natasha and was just like she's a star like before the White Lotus before anything came out and he was like she's one of the funniest people on TV and like was just like you have to take this job and like and then the personal assistant job came around and he's like got three movies on Amazon and was like I have to work for her <laughs> and like didn't get the job but I was just like he loved her so much and saw so much potential and I was like well I trust you and I mean I don't think any of us actually know anything but he seemed to know something yep. so Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, in being a good assistant for her, mm-hmm. what do you think is, like, the most important knowledge that you came into this job with? Um, when I was at WME, I learned pretty quickly that, like, when there's chaos um, or, like, people are shouting or, like, agents are upset, like, you have to be really calm. And, like, I'm actually 
so not a calm person in my own life but like in a work setting I can just like be quiet and like absorb pretty quickly and then like act and I had two and a half years plus at WME learning how to like do what someone needs or like just figure it out um and so that's been pretty good with Natasha um and we were talking a little before about just WME how I mean pre-pandemic it was a much more hectic environment so I'm sure that was very helpful with working for Natasha yeah and I worked in talent and so I worked a ton with I mean like 20 like a-list actors all of the time some didn't have managers so like I remember getting Javier Bardem all of his paperwork to like go shoot Dune and the Ricardas and all these things and I was like oh my god these are skills that I didn't know I needed um but like now I have or just like understanding how to like work with talent and like um you know I don't know what it's like to be on camera and I imagine the stress is crazy but just like having all of these conversations with so many different um actors I started to I think understand them a little better and um like figure out how to just how to support them because that's kind of all she needs from me while she's in London So you'd say like knowing her initiatives, like and what she's really focused on at a specific time, as long as you know that, you know how to do your job best based on all of your previous experience. I think so. And like at WME, I guess I learned really how to like just, yeah, anticipate her needs in real time. That's really cool. Um, I have a question too about kind of backtracking, but going from... Uh, WME to uh, an assistant to a singular person. Was there any thought in that versus working for a person uh, as opposed to a production company? And were there any pros? Like, did you say, I want to work for a person, I think I'll learn more here, or did it just happen to be that way with Natasha? Yeah, I, well, Natasha's got the company, and so when I left, I really, I didn't want to work for a single person unless they were like a director and we had something like about to be shot or like we were going somewhere, they were mm-hmm. about to shoot or in pre-production. That's um, very smart. I understand yeah. that. Because I was, you know, what are we going to do all day? Um, and with <laughs> Natasha, she does have the company. And so like I talked to a bunch of smart people and they, especially with the deal. So it's like a bunch of people believe in her, a bunch of people are helping. It's not just like, hey, we started this company. Um, we have a little bit of money. Uh, she's got all of the resources. So I was like, you know, it's the most like assured way to do something risky. And you always believed in your own opinion. No. Okay. I have no idea what I like. <laughs> um, my taste is terrible. No, just kidding. Um, um, like The Great Debaters from 2008 is my favorite movie. Denzel, Wiley College, anybody? I didn't watch it. No, I don't never seen I don't it. even know it. You guys, it's like. Should I put exactly. it on my watch list? Is it that good, or is it just, like, your taste to it? No, I'm saying it's that bad that this is my favorite movie. Oh, it's um, bad. So it's a guilty pleasure. And no, it's, like, good, but it's, like, I, like, I should have a movie that's not 13 years old. 14. I don't think... I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't true. matter. Movies suck today sometimes. <sighs> sometimes. Not all of them. But, yeah. Uh, but all I'm saying... My taste... I don't know my taste. Like, I only watch comedies for TV... I love horror for, like, features and, like, very sad shit. Like, I really don't know my taste, so I'm really trying to hone in on hers because I do know what she wants to make. I've Mm. read everything she's written. I mean, you say you don't know what your taste is, but, like, let's look at the mirror, then. Let's look at the reflection. What do you write about? 
Mm. Oh, terrible things. Um, I read one of Matab's script uh, recently. Thanks for reading that it. That she sent me. Um, I, I usually just write features. Um, a lot of like sci-fi, a lot of like weird dramas, um, a lot from like my life because I grew up very confused in Ohio. I'm brown, if you can't hear it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then for TV, I think TV is just like really fun and like not easy to write, but like I just wrote a pilot where my mom and I like come out to each other at the same time. Oh, cool. Um, I'd yeah. watch that. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's I'm trying to come out to my mom. I don't know if she listens to this <laughs> podcast, but everyone knows but you. Um, I know it's really sad. She hates gay people. No. Yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, but me, and it's funny because I keep thinking that she knows because um, I tried to tell her when I was like 21. Sorry, this is just therapy now. Um, and we wrecked a car because I said the the line was whatever man or woman I married, she just started screaming. We didn't wreck it. We hit a median. So we just like, well, we wrecked ourselves. You um, walked away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah. But I feel like she knows. Uh, she doesn't have Instagram. My Instagram is very telling. But all of my family members do. So I'm like, look, one of you Iranian. No, I'm just kidding. Well, they are Iranian. But like one of you angry Persians um, has got <laughs> to be like, yo, who's this person that she's holding hands with all the time? Um but I don't know if anyone has. What, I, she, what does she think about you being in entertainment? She hates it. She oh, hates she also it, yeah. hates it. She doesn't like Persian people. You oh. might have to take this off. Mom left during the revolution. The Iranians scare her. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Um, so is writing your form of expressing this confusion that you grew up with? Yeah. I don't really write them. I mostly just write about like pretend stuff. Um, yeah, my but life still, is just I think so it's still pertinent, no? Yeah. For sure. I um I think so. I love to write. I like didn't know it was a thing. I didn't like grow up watching anything. Like we didn't have TVs. My mom wanted us to be Amish. Also weird. Um we grew up evangelical Christian. Like I thought I was gonna be a youth pastor. And then my mom was like, No, you got into Vanderbilt. <laughs> um, God isn't real. My mom literally was like, God isn't real, but now you're both good people and <laughs> like <laughs> sent us away. Um yeah, and then I got like a Netflix when I was 22, and I was like, this is cool. And then I started writing like spec episodes of New Girl, and I was like, I'm just going to go there. So. And so now you're at a point where you think that some of these. Sorry, I'm really going off. <laughs> no, this, this, this is, is what we want. That mouth is wide open. Well, now you're at a point, like, at least thematically, where you're kind of writing about some of these adversities that you face. And it, yeah. does that ever, is that a cool experience when that comes to the surface when you're pen to paper? Yeah, I, I think so. I, it's like, um, I feel like I have so much that I just have to do it now. Like, I remember at WME, I'd always have, like, a tab open, but I didn't have final draft on my computer, so I just write in Word docs. Um, but also, I'm, like, worried that soon it's all going to run out. Like, if I get it all down, then I'm like, fuck, I don't know what else to write about. Like, mm. um, but maybe not. But there's always... But you're living right now. and your experiences. Yeah, experience exactly. that. And so true. when you write, is, like, yes, it's fun, yes, it's therapeutic, yes, it's yeah. expression, but is there any goal to sell it? Hopefully. I mean, the hard thing is, like... I would love to be just a writer, just like a stru- like that's why I applied to film school because the thought is I can't just go and do this, but if it's like technically my job, then I'll take out 300 grand to uh 
to just do what I would have done for free in my room anyways. Um, but I, I think it's really hard to like actually, I mean, it's too scary for me to just make the jump. To and just being a freelance writer and selling yeah, scripts. Yeah, or just like, yeah, or just yeah. even taking like a year to write. Because I think you can do it if you really want to. Um, and I just like really want to have like a title of some sort. But maybe one day. Like that's definitely the goal. Yeah. So when you moved to L.A., what would, you were like agency off the bat? Like you knew that that was... Yeah, I don't know. I, I would love to know. I had, <laughs> yeah. had to get into WME. I feel like that's yeah. the question so right dramatic. there. Um, okay, I graduated 2016. Mm-hmm. I went to New York. I worked in tech. After a year and a half, my mom was like, I'm going to die soon. <laughs> she's very dramatic. And she's not actually dying. Um, she's just like 70. <laughs> she was like, you have to go to law school. And I was like, fine, I'll go to law school. I took the LSAT. I was living with my boyfriend at the time. We were fine. Um, we were like, we liked each other, but we, he like went to Yale and was like, you've got to go to Harvard. And like, you know, and I didn't get into like a top three law school. And so for some reason I was devastated and I was like, I can't go to law school. Sorry. I'm giving you guys the whole story. No, we need it. Because, um, the top three don't grade you. And I was like, I will lose my mind if I have to like get ranked in law school. Like I'm literally going to law school because my mom really wants me to be an immigration attorney, which I probably won't be because she also really wants me to marry this guy who doesn't really care if I work or not because um, he's a douchebag. And so <laughs> uh, I had like so many crises and then I started watching New Girl and um, <laughs> my best friend, Lit. And I was like, I loved government. Like, I love government. I always thought, I mean, honestly, I went home for the holiday and, like, applied to a few jobs because I was like, one day I'll help people. Um, my best friend was working at, at, out here at SpaceX and was like, you always talk about it. Just, like, come. Because I was in between starting law school and had quit my job. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, crying. Like, I hate my boyfriend. <laughs> like, this is so miserable. Um, and so I, like, came out the summer of 2018 and, like, mm-hmm. lived on our couch and got a free job working for someone who went to Vandy also, like free PA work, which was so hard to get, by the way. Like, I couldn't get a waitressing job. I'm like pretty educated. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> the fuck is going on? Like, I was a host at California Pizza Kitchen because no one would give me a job. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I... in Glendale. And like, oh. <laughs> and, and I didn't have a car. Like, I came from New York and I was living on my friend's couch going to, oh no, Deadwood was later. I also worked on Deadwood and would Uber to Santa Clarita, but they actually paid me. Um, But all that to say, I did all the free work and then I was like, I'm not going to law school. I'm going to do this. Worked on sets for a few months. Um, Was going back and forth between New York and LA a lot. I don't know if this is relevant, but like it is for the story. My boyfriend was like cheating on me and I was just like, it was like my first love and I was like so heartbroken. And I was like, I don't understand. Like I'm finally like really happy and I was really liking it here. And then I met with an alumni through like stalking um, that worked at Disney, which wow, was weirdly full circle. Um, and I was like, hey, can we have an informational whatever these people do? And I was I was like, hey, like I work in production. I kind of want to do the um, the second AD thing. Like I really love being on set, which stands true. Like I loved being on set. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to do that I think or like can you help like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing like my mom hates me um she hates LA my boyfriend like hates me everyone hates me um and he was like be an assistant at one of the big agencies sorry and so 
I was like, oh, I don't want to be an assistant. Like, that's stupid. And so I got on LinkedIn and I was flying back and forth because it was my birthday and I was in New York and I was on LinkedIn because like production had ended and I was like, cool, I have no job. Um, I didn't get a law school. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I one clicked and I swear, I one clicked the WME application or whatever it is. And like, I never use LinkedIn and I like applied. And then oh, like apply just, just, to the job via LinkedIn. Yeah, like via the, your LinkedIn profile. Yeah, like just the one else. click. It was like you and ten thousand others. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah. cool. It's and, like a pool of people. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I remember going to the CIA website and I was like, well, you can't even fucking apply to this place. <laughs> right. And then I got on LinkedIn. I was like, okay, one click. And then I, it was like a few weeks later, and I actually got a message from this woman named I'm gonna say because she's the fucking best, Callie Rogers. I was like, hey. I got your resume, like no information is on here. How do I contact you? And I was like, oh fuck, like this is crazy. Um, and I was like, hey, if you're still around, like I would love to, um, hi, like I'm going you know, to meet you. And she's like, yeah, like let's interview tomorrow. So I flew to LA. Um, I really? Met her. Yeah, it was crazy. And I, I had to stay in a random room. I have no idea where I went. I found an Airbnb because I like literally just got there and they were like lock boxes like on the gate you can come at any hour and it was like two and i was just like mm, okay and um i got to wme the next day interviewed with callie and i remember leaving and she was like make sure i know you really want it and i was like okay cool and so like i dropped a letter you know and i was like i did it like i did the work and it and i went back to new york and she didn't ever reach out and so sorry i'll wrap this up um and i was like fuck like this blows like i didn't get this job I'm still like in the deep dark hell of heartbreak and it's like November and I'm like what am I doing um and then one day I was crying and I just like have you guys been heartbroken okay all right okay all right well I want to say yes but I I don't I mean like so heartbroken that you're walking around just like crying you can't see you're just like in like a stupid fog on Forsyth, whatever street that is. That's more relatable. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I walk into Whole Foods. I grab, I swear this is all true. It's so dramatic. I grab some dandelions and I like just sit on the floor and start crying. Uh, in a Whole I, Foods? I like couldn't like control myself. This is why I love. Don't be in love. Um, it's torture. And I Google on my phone how to get over your first heartbreak. Um, I read an article on Huffington Post and it's like crying in the shower and like all that shit. And I scroll to the bottom and I see a photo of Callie Rogers at the bottom. She wrote that article, the woman who interviewed me at WME. <laughs> so I forward it to her and I'm like, hey, I hope this is like appropriate. Um, this really helped me. Like I'm going through this right now and like I'm gonna go cry in the shower. Like something like, and like I was pathetic like not an exaggeration like I thought I was gonna die like I was not okay mm-hmm. and she calls me the next day and we talked for a while and then she offered me the job that was the, the ending wow. oh my god oh wait gosh. the tag is my first day at WME she was fired <laughs> and I, what and I maybe not fired she, but I never got go. to meet her and then like a year later I, I messaged her on LinkedIn I was like hey you changed my life um and she's so nice she's a um uh, like a not like a therapist like the ones that don't go to like a, a self-help or a uh, life coach life coach yes Callie the life coach I feel like that name is such a life coach name it's a pretty fun that's story a, I haven't said it in forever really I don't think really I've ever story. said it to that extent but that's, that's how I got it so why don't you just write that story is that that's the story good, you're writing that's a no. good story but what is that the opening and then I just have to be a WME that's a good story it was good that's like that's just 
it felt like fate. You that, know what I mean? Like in fate. a in a lame way. That, if you maybe we we said earlier, don't believe in luck. That might be really lucky. That was. I, mean, I don't know. If it's, yeah. <laughs> That's really coincidental. Cr- the first thing I clicked, like it was crazy. And then, and then I loved it. I got here and I like I turned really LA. I love it so much. That's such a good story. Yeah, it's yeah. like the ups and downs, the emotion. Yeah. you persisted through the adversity and persisted. ended up in a place now that you're yeah. you're it's happy cool. now, right? Yeah, I love it. It's yeah. actually really cool. Yeah, LA like, will. But now you have somebody you that you love, and you're in a job that you like. It's fine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't listen. Yeah, I like the job. It's cool. <laughs> like it all works out. Um, but it is a fight. Like this place is crazy. Like yeah. you really gotta. And like cage match. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's awesome. Oh, may the best uh, person win, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on the same team Yeah. Are we now? <laughs> Who knows? You gotta, We're making different You got to stab someone in the oh, back. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, Thanks guys. for coming on the podcast. This is so Thank good. You. First time. All right. First podcast. First okay. podcast. All right, we're gonna sign off. Uh, thank you, Ross, my brother. He uh, produces the the podcast. He does the editing. So thank you to him. Thanks, Ross. Again, we're in the mailroom where we interview aspiring entertainment industry professionals. Uh, thanks for Tub. Thanks to us. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Tyler. See you next thanks, time. Guys. See ya. Bye. 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 <laughs>